I'm sure that you must have a TV series or a favorite show that you keep going back to and maybe you take uh, one time and then you stop watching it and then you go back to it later on in life and you might have been watching this TV show, this program for a long time now. You keep going back to it. I, I know a lot of people who keep going back to their favorite shows. For me, this is the case too. And for me, the case is with Supernatural, which is the series I want to talk to you about today through this book, through Family Done End With Blood, written by uh, a few essays, written by cast members and fans, and edited by Lynn S. Subernis. And this is a fantastic way for you to see how people bond together, how they cure their traumas, how they become better people through a horror TV series, through the gothic, through being themselves, through being vulnerable. So in today's video, friends, I want to talk to you about how people, how horror, how the gothic get people together worldwide, uh, the benefits and why this TV series has become such a such a non never-ending um how would you say this um it's still going on you know it's 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 something that is still going on even after the show has finished and i'm gonna do that through this book as i said before i'm gonna show you what the union lens says about the show very briefly and the gothic elements are going to be coping up as i talk about it so if you like this TV show or you're interested in this TV show, you want to know what makes people get together through something like this, then this video is for you. talk about we're going to do a review of this book family done and with blood written well edited by Lina Subernis and written by cast uh, cast members and uh, fans of the show and the reason why I want to do this is to talk about self-expression in our section of self-expression that if you are new to the to this channel you might know that I have a magazine where we talk about these more in depth, so I will tell you more about it in a minute as well. And if you know you, you know that one of the series that always keep coming back on my articles, on all my videos, and I use them as examples, and I'm very involved with the TV show at different at different times I've been involved in it, and I, I'm still still am, is Supernatural. I mean. At the time, I mean, the show started in 2005. I'm going to give you a little bit of my background to for you to see where I come from. And then I'm going to go a little bit to give you a bit of highlights of the of the show and, and, and highlights of, of this book. Okay. 
So the TV show starts in 2005. In 2005, I just had started university and as a material student, I mean, I'm older than you might think. And at the time there were other shows and I'm going to be looking at my little laptop here, my little tablet, because this is one of the pages of the magazine and then you can, I can also teach you to it. Uh, so I started, as I said, university at the same time that this TV show was um, launched and they didn't have much ex many expectations. They were not sure what was going to happen with the show, if it was going to be something was going to last a lot or not enough or not for a long time because at the time there were a lot of other things going on. In Spain we had the Ghost Whisperer, then we also had a little bit later on we had Vampire Diaries, we had True Blood, I mean we had all these other shows, horror shows and ghost stories that actually say a lot about the moment, the historical time we were living at the time um, because of this fascination about ghosts and horror stories. So then they decided to do this show, Eddie Cricky decided to do this show and for me it was great because I had on the one hand I had Melinda that she was all this cute girl with this long wonderful hair and always impeccable looks and amazing looking girl who had this ability of talking to the people who had just passed away and take them through the other side and take them to the light like in a lot of not, not just from the Christian point of view, we could see this from any other uh, religious point of view, this idea of crossing to the other side. Uh, but also it was a way for people to make peace, the ones who were left, to make peace with death. So we have here the aspect of grief, which we talk about here in this in this channel with um, Tuche, my collaborator Tuche Kutlu, and we talk about a lot about grief and this process and uh, so it was a nice thing for me to be watching this and then move on to the mammal male space with the two boys the two brothers and uh, dean and sam winchester and and they journey they quest trying to find this monster uh, that killed their mom and this at the beginning of the show that's that's what we see we see a family uh, with two young children and all of a sudden the mom is in, in the ceiling, is on fire and then dad has to take them out of the house and the only thing he can do is save the two boys and from that moment the show is already, it has already absorbed you. It's a show that catches your attention from minute one. Uh, so the story really is very simple, it's the story of these two brothers with this beginning, this part of the show that is memorable and that was, oh, everybody keeps saying, you know, the moment where uh, Dean walks in and says that has been in a hunting trip and has not been back for a few days or something in those lines, I don't want to say it wrong. And that's it, boom, the show is in and this phrase becomes something else as well. So what what's happening? What has made uh, this TV show uh, has, has managed to get so many people together worldwide that even 15 years later you know the show finished in 2020 and we're still talking about it what has happened what what are the factors and this is something that Lynn talks very well about in the in the book she I mean as I said before this is um, 
more than a review i'm just going to tell you about what i really like about the book and what i think is like the main thread throughout all the essays some essays are longer than others and the one essay that i think is very good and it really gets to you is impeccable is the one by jared padalecki where he talks so honestly about his experience in the show but also as someone who's always suffered from anxiety and stress and depression and how he managed through the help also of the fans to get these to overcome his his issue how to make things how to see how to see his issue or his problem from a better place and to learn from it and accept himself which is something beautiful so that means that it's a show that not just uh, oriented to the fans for the fans just to uh, it's not a, a one way it's not one direction it's bi-directional so it feeds both it's been feeding the fan fiction or the fandom uh, fan fiction is something else sorry the fandom and the actors and the crew and all the members and the stories are amazing i mean what i'm going to do i'm going to scroll down um what i have written for the magazine by the way that if you want to read it's called you are gothic but you don't know it and it's a monthly magazine where i talk about um self self uh, self expression in this case but we also talk about critical thinking we talk about uh, self awareness which is for me very important in this jungian world in the gothic world because my magazine and what i talk about here in this channel is about these gothic jungian lens uh, that can help us overcome our traumas and to go through our transitions a little bit better through the learning and the knowledge about archetypes and and to know why we identify precisely so much with with fiction either with books or with tv series or any kind of artistic production where we can see the um the human connection um so the article that you're going to find in the magazine is called when stories when ghost stories and horror stories uh, get people together get worldwide or get people worldwide together and through this analysis right so in the magazine you're going to see there is a lot more detail that's what i'm trying to say so as i said before we had all these series going on at the same time and i kept going back to supernatural to the point that the show saw me go into university the show saw me pregnant the show even my youngest son is called sam because we couldn't agree on a name and my husband i was watching supernatural for the second time uh, when i was pregnant with my second child and i happened to say what about sam and, and uh, we already had john john could have been dean but he didn't allow me dean because the family name is <laughs> John as well but uh, you can imagine how it had an impact in me as well the show and at different levels I connected with the characters at different moments in my life I connected sometimes more with Dean other times more with Sam uh, other times with with the girls as well with the women with Mary precisely because she's a mom and you know at different moments and, and even different periods in your life or seasons in your life you connect more with one character with another and also depending on the situation if it not been for this book uh, maybe and for other books that i bought afterwards that i will talk to you about i would have maybe not felt and, and my connection with the show maybe i wouldn't have not felt brave enough to submit an abstract for one of the books that are there to come out very soon and and that at the moment is in process if in 
it's gonna it's been edited and it's been uh, under peer review, which is uh, it's gonna be a collection of women in supernatural. So and and I'm part of that. I've I've got a, an episode, a chapter, uh, where I will write about something that you will see hopefully very soon. And so for me, that's very important too because. I've never managed to go to one of the conventions and that's something like for me is it's really remote, it's really far, it's really far away. And when I see by reading the stories of people who were actually in really bad state, in a really bad situations, and the show actually pulled them out of the problem they were going through of this story of a girl who had a drinking addiction and she actually thought of, of Sam which sent and because of him she kind of came out and there's a story of broken people of people who were bullied in the school or they didn't or even at home and then they see the characters and they connect with them and and their phrases then manage to get them out and when these people go to the conventions they okay you have to pay for them but hey um this good this money goes to good places as, as well because they go to charities they go to um, they go to a lot of initiatives uh, like the AKF, um, always keep fighting. So there's a lot of things going behind the show and it's amazing how much the show has actually done, not just from an entertainment point of view, but also from all this connection, connectivity between people and not only in one direction, but bi-directional as well. So it's, it's very beautiful when you have um, essays or you have the actors and the actresses saying, you know, this this show also saved me and knowing about how people were involved with my character, how that affected them, and then how this character also helped me to know myself better. And this they all have a similar pattern as well, which I think it makes it very, very powerful. The fact that all of the people that appear, whether they cast or they they are fans, they all agree that the show has made them better people. They've managed to figure out uh, parts of themselves that they didn't know about. They have accepted themselves a bit better. They have, you know, from a Jungian point of view, there's been a process of individuation that is very important here because precisely this acceptance, some people have changed jobs and they realise that they were miserable at the jobs that they had and all of a sudden... They realize that they're good taking photographs again and these photographs now have become so good and the person has become so engaged into taking photographs that they're making a living out of it another person decided to start writing articles and now she's part of of the fandom and she's part of of all this supernatural movement and she's got not not only new friends and connections but a new job and it is amazing the things that you actually see in the book i mean you know my sister and i we we got together once and we did two episodes um, that you can find. It's in Spanish, that's the only thing that you can find in, in here in the channel. And uh, we were just so really taken by the ending and we were just like in tears. There were some moments that we, were, we had to stop because we were sobbing. It really gets to you, but it also starts because of the harmony that is also mentioned in the book and the harmony between the actors uh, from day one and Jared and um, Jensen, I remember watching a YouTube video where he talks about how they connected from the beginning. Or I think it was actually in the in a podcast, the podcast that Richard and and uh, 
it's called Supernatural as well. I, I'll tell you the name if I remember. Uh, there's a podcast by the actor who plays uh, God and the actor who plays um, the trickster. And they actually invite and they talk about the show. And it's, it's very funny, that, that show as well. It's really good. And they actually, when they interview Sam and Dean, sorry, Jensen and Jared, and Jensen said that, you know, that he he got together with Jared and they talk about the experience, how they became so very good friends. And this is what people also felt. We feel that that connection is not fake. That's not acting. That really, we could see it through. It went through the screen. So all these these um how to say that this this effect is what has created the ripples of their relationship people we can sense other people and we know when things have been faked and in a way that's why today i'm doing this video without a script i've got my magazine next to me because then i make sure that i don't forget the main points but really i haven't prepared like i normally do a script precisely because i want this naturality and i want to show to transmit the passion that I really have for the show without having to read it from a piece of paper. So one of the things that I find really interesting from the book, um, first is the fact that, that Lynn Subernis, uh, she's, as I said, she's, an, she's a grown-up woman now. And, and, you know, she says, fans, we are like all sizes and colors and all ages, even um, the guy who played um, Crowley, Mark Shepard, he says that in the past, people looked at people like us, like if we were freaks, you know, because if you came out of the normality, if you didn't do things like the rest of the people did, like if you were reading comics and you were, for your age, you don't supposed to do certain things. But the thing is that a fan is, we are all 80s, and with this show, we grew up. I mean, I was 20-odd when I started watching, I was 29. 29 when I watched this series for the first time and then now I'm 48 now so well it's a long time you know what I mean <laughs> it's a long time watching the tv show so I we have grown together and it's true and as I said as I even if I have not been to a convention the fact that it has had such an, an effect on me at a different level it's like yes I I really know these people and then you follow them on social media but it's, it's true so I think it's very interesting what Lynn says, that this show has given everybody the opportunity of healing. But by helping others, this is the idea that by helping others, we're helping ourselves. And in Jed Spadalecki essay, this is it's a very moving essay because it doesn't just talk about himself as a fan when he was a young, a young boy, but also how when he became the actor and and his anxieties with having to speak in public with people maybe trying to con them as well you know the beginnings are never easy but in this vulnerability he also grew the person he is nowadays and he also um, he also has this touch with his fans and he's is is approachable and he understands and he listens and and I'm, I'm saying Jed but is Jensen the same and and every single one of them when you read about the stories and how they feel they kind of feed from from the audience and the audience feeds from them because it gets this is this two way that I keep talking about all the time this two direct way direction uh, connectivity so it's like it gets it gets really engaging so 
there's this side that we don't see of the of the fan of the fandom uh, or the side we don't see from the actors and this book brings us this vulnerability and nowadays vulnerability is a strength and it's something that it keeps being praised and it is true and being vulnerable what you say and basically i'm just being honest and i've just been transparent this process of recognizing uh, and not trying to wear this mask all the time you know the, the personal the the persona that we're wearing all the time talking in union terms uh, is very important because somehow we feel ourselves we feel free we can be ourselves there there's even been there's a, a story of a, of a, a couple who became a couple um through the show as well and um i mean you start reading all the stories have in common the same that they all were in a vulnerable place that they felt that maybe they went too much uh, that what could they give to people and when they see how the characters that they play and even the people behind the characters that we're all human that we're all the same at the end of the day this is very powerful as well i want to read to you what Kim Rhodes, um, the sheriff, who plays the sheriff, um, says about how she feels about that. It's in page 62. I've translated into Spanish, by the way. So, not the book, obviously, because that wouldn't be legal. But I've translated the magazine and some quotes. So, so Lynn, if you're watching this, you have some quotes of the book translated into Spanish uh, for the purpose of, the, of this video and for the review. Um, in page 62, um, Kim Rhodes, she says this phrase that I think is beautiful. Okay, I had to find it. So it says, the truth is, I showed a bunch of strangers, the broken, fragile, cousin, awkward, overly energetic creature that is my heart. And they said, yes, and quit being strangers. I found the identity, very important here, I had been searching for. It turned out to be me. So is this also this self-reflection by talking to others and by sharing and the others listening? You identify uh, yourself, your what's really inside your soul, what is really inside of you. You identify it, and then all of a sudden, is this aha moment, and you have right. I understand now. This is what I was searching for. This is what you know, and it was all the time was with me, which again is very Jungian. And I think it's beautiful because uh, this awareness at the end of the day is what we are looking for. We're looking for all these moments to realize, to figure out who we are. And it's amazing that we can achieve that through a horror show, which precisely one of the fans says in the book, she says, it wouldn't have mattered. Or oh, I think it was Jim Weaver that was saying that this fan said to him, it wouldn't matter if there had not been monsters in the show. Well, for me, it wouldn't matter because I like monsters. But it's true. The show could have gone on with a different story if the story of the brothers and the problems and the issues were the same. Because at the end of the day, we felt identified with the very human side. We felt when they felt. But I think also because the characters, the actors, really, really felt that situation. Obviously, there's also the part of the stories being told, which is like when someone asks about... When they've been interviewed and they say, "What is the the special ingredient? What is the what is the key ingredient here?" Then they say, "Well, the fact that we got on very well together, one, and two, that the stories are very well written." So there you go. Those are like the, the special the special ingredients. Uh, there's a lot I would like to say. Every single person, every single experience 
is fantastic. Misha Collins is lovely, is adorable, and he talks about uh, how you know how fortunate he feels about being part of this 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 movement and this this whole thing because uh, you know it is true. We we're very lucky. He talks about how we connect with someone and um, we identify. Uh, we connect with someone that is fiction, is a fictional character with a phrase, uh, a, a sentence, a, a situation, a decision can change the way we perceive our own problem. And that's very important. I remember also one of the interviews, one of the online meetings that I had with, I think it was Cody, was the guy who was going to, there were elections, American elections. And I'm very bad with politics, by the way. And he said that he was really looking forward. And the guys were really surprised, nicely surprised when Jared and Jensen were really surprised because he said that he was really looking forward to getting home after the end of a, of a day and to disconnect. So that's one, disconnecting entertainment does that. It helps us disconnect from our problems. But then the second thing was for him that sometimes he could find solutions to his daily problems by watching this show. So it, it happens from a neuroscientist, neuroscientist uh, point of view, when we over obsess about a problem and we try to find a solution, uh, thinking, thinking about it like cognitively, they're putting all our intention. We don't find a solution. Sometimes you just need to forget about it, put it towards one side, and when the least, this, the more distracted you are, they were the least expected, something in a TV show, for example, a horror show in this case, goes boom in your brain and you find the solution and you find what you're looking for because your brain has relaxed, but also because it's engaging in somebody else's problem. Is this self-expression in this video for me is very important, the fact that there are people writing about it, people who've been interviewed about how they felt with the show. And that brings out everything that is inside. And we can only work out with our trauma and what is inside of us when we actually have it there, when it's become something external, something more physical, something we can touch. The same happens as I've been writing my review for the, the book in the magazine. I've become, again, engaged with these stories and I've been able to realize about my own, uh, how I'm overcoming my own problems, my own traumas. And I think it's, it's very, very powerful. And again, there's loads. I mean, I'm going to show you a little bit. So to tease you a little bit what you are going to be reading if you if you get the magazine so we have a different different layers we have excerpts of the of the book i mean i've just got the the most important phrases or so some of the phrases that everybody says very similar things i mean paul rob when he had his his um stroke as well it is amazing the recovery that he had and at the end yeah you've got a little bit of me there and obviously, I'm going to be advertising Fangasm, which is um, Lynn Suberni's uh, webpage, where you have everything there, all the um, updates, not just from this book or from the series, but for everything else that she's doing. It's amazing. I'm really glad that I came across this book. I'm really glad that I've had the chance to actually marinate through my ideas and myself to grow with this show. I've learned so much. I've bonded with my sister. I've bonded with a lot of people thanks through thanks to the show. I have the opportunity of maybe writing and and being there, even if I cannot be present because I live in Spain and trying to the States is a bit complicated for me right now. Not impossible, but a bit difficult because I have kids, my husband is not well, and so on and so forth. So if at some point it's possible, I will be taking my book, I will be 
trying to see to meet Lynn and I love to you know this is my dream to actually get to meet some of the people I've been talking to all along and obviously I would like to at some point have one of these pictures they're so lovely one of these well not one of these because I'm not one of them but um obviously if I look for there we go we have one page here where Lynn is with Jensen and with Jared and this is lovely I love that I'm so jealous but it's it's health healthy jealousy okay so my friends no more for today because then i start talking about anything and it's not the idea if you want to know more remember you have my magazine you are gothic but you don't know it that comes out uh, on the 21st of every month if by the time you watch this video the 21st of september is gone then it's already there if you watch it before the 21st which i don't think you might and then just wait for the magazine or have a look at the previous magazines. We've been writing these magazines for over a year now. So there's a lot of Gothic, there's a lot of Jungian theory, there's a lot of uh, Jungian lens and analysis, and I hope that you enjoy it. And if you want to know more also, and you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter or on this new X thing, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Substack, which is a writing platform, uh, Medium, I've got some articles there as well, but mainly, mainly on my blog and on my newsletter. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, gothicalis.com, then you will be posted and you will be informed about every single thing that I do. And some of you are already asking about courses because at least here in Spain, we don't really have access to the Gothic like you do, for example, in the States or in the UK. And even then, it only seems to belong more to the academia, to universities. So very soon, keep an eye on this space because I'm going to be proposing courses. There's something going on with Tuchekutu on horror, but that's going to be soon, uh, probably for next year because of all the projects that we both have. Uh, but keep an eye because there, there are going to be little courses where we then can go more in depth into these books, into these programs, into this series, into all this material that at the end of the day uh, has the purpose of helping you become a better person, to come out of the shadow, to embrace the gothic side of you because it's also beautiful and to help you through your uh, processes of transition through this gothic lens, through entertainment, literature, psychology, psychology entertainment altogether um, as a tool for self-expression, self-recognition, critical thinking and yeah, therapeutical place. Anyways, see you very soon. I hope that you enjoy your gothic week and until the next week, until the next video, I hope you keep being very gothic and see you very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Don't forget to share and subscribe as well. Bye.